Blog Talk Radio. Uh, by the name of 
Steve Bettis, who's a surfing legend, an amazing guy who was stricken with uh, MS at, in 2006. And we're going to listen to a clip about his story a little bit. But first, let me go back to my friend Mark G. If you've met this person, he's a true champion of life. He's an inspiration. He's a, a motivating person. He's a funny person. Uh, he's been my mentor many years, uh, helping me uh, in my career of mental health and substance abuse. And today I just want to share with you a little bit about him. He is an amazing person because you wouldn't know if he had this condition, this multiple sclerosis condition, because he doesn't let it get to him. He's basically the type of person that inspires you to not look too strong at things and to really enjoy life. And his youthful spirit and his ability to see life in such a positive light is so inspiring, folks. I wish you knew this person. But I just want to give you a little taste. He is the type of person that just goes through life and says, you know what, I want to have fun, and I just got to do what I have to do, and I'm just going to do it. So he is a real true champion of overcoming any adversity in life, and he taught me how to take something that's bad and make it good. So I hope that you are inspired by a person like this. And, you know, as my song indicates that you heard in the beginning, I chose that song, Good Fight, from a group called Unspoken, who can be found on unspokenmusic.com. They, uh, they inspired me because I'm going to ask you, do you fight the good fight like the song indicates? Do you keep letting your light shine? Do you never give up? and never give in, well, that's what this gentleman did, Mark G., and the person you're going to hear about today, Steve Bettis, the surfing legend. They didn't let or give in to any of these unfortunate issues, okay? So everybody who's a surfer out there of this particular condition, I dedicate also this broadcast to you and podcast. And again, folks, I could be reached at Getting Healthy Today for more information and more tips on health, nutrition, like I said, I try to help you. I have a business in that where I help people with uh, nutritional issues that they may need. I provide services for that. Um, and today you're going to learn about uh, information that is uh, – I, I basically got it from mayoclinic.org and also National MS Society. So one of the websites that we have to offer you for more information, nationalmssociety.org and the – we are stronger than ms.org. Those are two websites you can go to for excellent information. So let's get started about MS. And uh, let me give you an overview of what multiple sclerosis is. So multiple sclerosis is potentially a disabling disease of the brain and spinal cord, of course, the central nervous system. Now, MS, the immune system has attacked the protective sheath or myelin, as they call it, that covers nerve fibers and causes communication problems between your brain and the rest of your body. Eventually, the disease can cause the nerves themselves to deteriorate or become permanently damaged. Now, signs and symptoms of MS can vary very widely depending upon the nerve damage in which the nerves are affected. Some people... Severe MS may lose the ability to walk independently or at all, while others may experience long periods of remission without any new symptoms. Now, there's no cure for multiple sclerosis, but however, treatment can help to speed recovery from attacks 
modify the course of the disease, and manage the symptoms. Now, let's get into the symptoms and causes of this condition. Now, multiple cirrhosis signs and symptoms are the following. They differ from person to person over the course of the disease, and it depends on the location of the affected nerve fibers. So as I was understanding this condition a little bit better in my research, one of the things they, it, it discusses is that numbness and weakness in one or more of your limbs typically can occur on one side of your body at a time or the legs and the trunk. Now, partial or complete loss of vision, usually one eye at a time, often can occur with pain during eye movement. Prolonged double vision occurs. There's tingling and pain in parts of a person's body. Electric shock sensations that occur with certain neck movements, especially bending the neck forward, also creates this issue. Now, there's tremors. There's a lack of coordination or unsteady gait. The balance issues. There's slurred speech. There's fatigue. There's dizziness. And there can be problems with bladder and bowel functioning. Now, the course of the disease, it says here, most people with MS have a relapse-remitting disease course. They experience periods of new symptoms or relapses that develop over days or even weeks. The relapses are often followed by quiet periods of disease. So now, the small increases in body temperature can, can temporarily worsen signs and symptoms, but these are not always considered disease relapses. Now, about 60 to 70% of people with relapse-remitting MS eventually develop a steady progression of symptoms with or without periods of remission. Now, the worsening of symptoms usually can include problems with mobility and gait. So their ability to walk in balance is, is hindered. Now, the rate of disease progression varies greatly among people with a secondary progressive MS. Okay? Now, the causes of multiple sclerosis have yet been unknown at this time. It is considered that an autoimmune disease in which the body's immune system attacks its own tissues. In this case, MS, the immune system malfunction, destroys what we called earlier the myelin sheath. It's a fatty substance that coats and protects nerve fibers in the brain and spinal cord. So let me repeat that again. It's the fatty substance that coats and protects nerve fibers in the brain and spinal cord, the myelin sheath. Now, the myelin sheath could be insulation coating an electrical wire in your house. When the protective myelin sheath that we're talking about, the myelin, is damaged and nerve fiber is exposed, the messages that are unable to travel along the nerve may be slowed or blocked. The nerve may also become damaged in itself. So it isn't clear why MS develops in some people and unfortunately, and, and fortunately not others. The combination of genetics, and environmental factors can appear to be the responsible party on this one. Now, the risk factors in this particular condition are the following. Age. MS can occur at any particular age. It doesn't discriminate. But most commonly affects people between the ages of 15 and 60. The gender or sex of the person. Women are about twice as likely as men are to develop this condition of MS. Family history. If one of your parents or sibling has had MS, you become higher risk of developing disease as well. Certain infections. A variety of viruses have been linked to MS, including 
Epstein-Barr, the virus that causes infectious mononucleosis, excuse me. Your race, white people, particularly those of Northern European descent, have become highest risk of developing MS. People of Asian, African, or Native American descent have the lowest risk. The climate. MS is far common in countries with temperate climates, including Canada, the Northern United States, New Zealand, Southeastern Australia, and Europe. Certain autoimmune diseases, you have a slight higher risk of developing MS if you have a thyroid disease, type 1 diabetes, or inflammatory bowel disease. And the last thing, smoking. Smokers who experience an initial event of symptoms that may signal MS are more likely than non-smokers to develop a second event that confirms that relapse-remitting MS we talked about. Now, certain complications to end this uh, situation we're talking about today, the MS condition, there's muscle stiffness or spasms, paralysis, typically in the legs. It tends to have people need to uh, utilize different modalities to help them walk, whether it be uh, to move around, to be in a wheelchair, other types of things, canes, other devices that help them. Um, problems with bladder, bowel, or sexual functioning. Mental changes such as forgetfulness or mood swings. There's the capability of depression to be endured. And epilepsy. Now, the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, there are no specific tests for MS. Instead, the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis often relies on ruling out other conditions that can produce similar signs and symptoms Knows as known as the differential diagnosis. So your doctor is likely to, to put a person through medical history and examination and recommend blood tests, lumbar puncture of spinal tap if necessary, MRIs. There may be some other uh, different types of tests, uh, trying to find out the electrical systems that are produced by your nervous system and see how they respond to different stimuli. So it's important that if you have... Uh, someone in your family with this condition that you do check yourself out, and if you think you may have it, of course, go to your medical doctor. Okay. So right now, what I'd like you to to listen to right now is the clip that I have for you about Steve Bettis, and it's a little bit about his story, and it's about two minutes long. So we'll come back in two minutes, and I'll talk to you a little bit more. If you want to call the program, feel free to call and comment or ask a question. The number is 516 Four one eight five nine seven nine. Again, that's five one six four one eight five nine seven nine. And you're hearing getting healthy today, impacting people's lives, episode fifteen, and we're understanding MS today. We'll come back and we'll hear you for your phone calls. During the summertime, the water's warm, glassy, no pressure, no strategy that you have to come up with. Just go out and enjoy it. So that. It's just pure joy. I was born and raised in a place called Ocean Beach, which is right on the coast here in San Diego. And at uh, nine years old, I bought a surfboard for $3 and never found a reason to quit. I was diagnosed when I was uh, 57. It was a surprise to me when they told me I had MS. I was like, sure. One of my biggest hobbies is repairing surfboards. That's, uh, it, that keeps the stoke going in me. 
kind of a naturally happy person. And I found no reason to change that. Now, I could complain about having MS to no end, but it's not going to make it go away. Well, the idea is this is a 360-degree uh, virtual reality camera rig. Steve hasn't been able to ride a wave in way too many years, so now I'm going to ride a wave and we get to share it with him. Well, we're going to do something. Whoa, what the heck is that? Just put that on your head. Whoa. This is unreal. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Boom! And down and around. Nice. Nice. Hey, bud, how's it? <laughs> so that's what it's like to surf like you do. <laughs> I knew you'd get there at some point. You know, I knew you'd be able to surf as well as me at some point. <laughs> Being able to look all the way around, that's the view of the ocean I'm talking about. When you're sitting outside and you can look back at all that and just everything becomes clean. Okay, you heard that clip. Um, there's a video that is attached on YouTube. Um, it's a great video. It shows uh, his friend knows that he can't no longer go out in the ocean and surf like he used to. So because of that virtual reality machines that we have out today, he was able to give him this virtual reality. So that's what you were listening to. He was telling him about he was able to capture, his friend was able to capture his surfing experience on tape and was giving him that virtual reality experience so he could feel like he's actually going on the surfboard, going down the waves, so that, that way he could still experience what he loved to do, and that was his passion, which was surfing. So it was a really inspiring video. It's on my website, Getting Healthy Today. I'm sorry, Facebook page. Uh, it's really, really a fascinating little clip. Um, you can see it again there. So I'm, I'll tell you, I'm really inspired by all these people that I, I hear about and I have the pleasure of knowing in person, like Mark G today. These are all people that you know, they take life on life's terms. They realize whatever is in front of them doesn't define their life. So if anything is unfortunately complicating your life, you know, take a take a honest look at yourself and ask yourself, what have I learned today in this broadcast about people suffering with something that can debilitate their whole life? But you know what? They have a family. They keep going. They keep moving forward, and they don't allow any situation to ruin their life at all. And I think that's one of the, the key things that I could tell you today that the key giveaways to take away from today's broadcast is no matter what obstacle you have in front of you, you need to do something about that, not allow that to dictate how you're going to live your life. And, you know, I was inspired by another guy, um, this guy Nick V, last name is spelled V-U-G-I-C-I-C. -I -C. Now, this is a guy who had no arms and no legs, and he was born that way, and he wanted to kill himself numerous times. And he didn't, and he stayed hopeful about his life, and he had family support, and it pushed him to a level where this man knows he's been in front of millions and billions of people, and people know him. He's an inspiration to a lot of people, to children, to adults, people, leadership in businesses, you name it. Any, anybody that wants to know more, he's been able to give that to them, that gift. And he said, one of the things that I like about what he said, he said, if I am not given a miracle, 
I could become a miracle. And let me tell you, the gentleman I'm talking about, Mark G, is that miracle to a lot of people. He's an inspiration to a lot of people. Um, people look up to him and see what he does and how much he's really uh, achieved in his life and the impact that he has on people's lives. So, you know, we can have an impact on people's lives in many different ways. You can have an impact on someone's life by just sharing your story with someone else, sharing something that you were able to be successful or weren't successful in. You could teach somebody how to live their life better. I've been doing this all my life, never realized it, until I actually became a business owner of a nutritional, world-class nutritional company, how I was able to impact people's lives, and I'm impacting them now. So one of the things I've learned is you need to share your stories with people and keep doing that because you never know who you impact around you. And it's, it's, it's interesting. On social media, you get followed by so many people, and I've had people tell me I inspire them with, it, with my quotes and things. And I'm just basically sharing my love for poetry writing and just trying to make people happier. And I look at life in a different way than I used to. Uh, you know, my experience, I, I almost died so many different times. Uh, but, but primarily I had some conditions that could have caused my death. And now I've taken a different approach to life. Um, I'm grateful for that. And I'm trying to teach other people to do the same as well through my story and some other people's stories. So when you look at yourself, think about whatever it is that you're dealing with, you're capable of moving past that situation. You're capable of, of developing hope. As long as you have faith in yourself, I have faith in God, so that helps me. Um, I'm not sure what your religious background is, but, you know, hopefully you have some form of faith besides yourself and family support. Hopefully you have a greater faith out there, a, a greater force that helps you get through different troubling times. But one of the things I do find in my 20-some years that I've been helping people with mental health and substance abuse problems of that nature is that we tend to not ask for help because we feel maybe that if we do, we feel inadequate, we're not, you know, it's not going to be a good thing to do. But I'm telling you that if you're out there and you're thinking about, oh, man, I, I need help, but you know what, I don't want to ask for help because then what are people going to think about me? you got to stop doing that. You can't. You can't think about what people are thinking about you because you want to ask for help. I have many people that I help. I had people that are unfortunately in addiction. They say, especially men, they say, I don't want to ask for help. I want to do it myself. Uh, I, don't, I don't like asking for help. And I, and I would challenge them. I kept on challenging them. They, they realized that I made sense that if I could do it, I could ask for help, um, that, then things would be different. So it's really important that you do that. You, you, you make that decision to ask for help because there's nothing wrong with asking help. A lot of times, for me personally, when I've asked for help, oh, my God, my, my anxiety has lowered from 1,000% to almost zero, I have to tell you. You know, when I've been able to speak to my brother, sister, friends, mentors, like we were talking about, Mark G., anybody that I've had a problem, uh, my wife, talk to somebody who's important out there to me, my parents, my sister, my brother, whatever. Anyone I've spoken to has given me that advice, and at least I've been given that information that I could do something with. And now it's not all in my head that's giving me real sound advice because they've been there. And now I can choose to do it or choose not to do it. That's the good thing about life. We could choose to do what other people say to do that could possibly help us, or we choose to do our way. And sometimes doing it our way, I'm sorry, it doesn't usually work sometimes because we, not, we're not, we haven't been there. We haven't been as successful as the other people. So, like, when you look at successful people, they leave clues. So people that have been where you're not there yet, they're the ones that are going to teach you something. They're the ones that are going to help you get through a tough situation. 
So if you're out there, you want to make a phone call, feel free to call today, 516-418-5979. That's, again, 516-418-5979. And like I said, getting healthy today, my goal and my passion is to do this, to impact all of you. Uh, Coming up next month in March, I'm going to be doing a, a complete series about four weeks in a row about different mental health conditions. Being that there was a movie out there called Split, I had some people ask me different questions about what's called dissociative identity disorder or multiple personality disorder that most people I'm going to talk about that at some point in the broadcast in the future in March. And in May, I'm going to be discussing cancer as a condition, going back to medical conditions that we're going to talk about. I'm going to dedicate that to people that I know that have suffered from cancer and just give more information. So if anyone out there has any topics of interest that they want to talk about, and would like me to share it on this broadcast in the future, please feel free to get back to me. I'm getting healthy today on Facebook. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to contact me there. I'll definitely, hopefully, be able to put that information out there. And I hope the information I've been providing all of you, this is my 15th episode. I'm so grateful. And just to let you know, everybody, if you're interested in doing a program like I'm doing and are interested in this type of program, I'm interested in this because I used to do radio broadcast in college, and this is something that really inspires me to give information to other people. You can do that as well. You can feel free to get in contact with me. You go to blogtalkradio.com. They give you a program for at least a half hour. You can do a program, whatever interest you have, and you can do exactly what I'm doing. I can teach you more about how to do that and how do I do my program and give you some information if you'd like. Feel free to get back to me. Um, but it's very, very interesting to do this, and I'm really happy that I'm able to do this for all of you, and I hope everybody gets value. Recently, I just was able to put some of these broadcasts, if you're on Stitcher Radio, I'm able to put those broadcasts on there as well. So you can find all these broadcasts on iTunes and on Stitcher Radio app to find uh, the replay. So you can check out this replay at that time. I hope everyone had a pleasant time here today. I hope everything is going well with you. I hope that you got value from this broadcast. Feel free to like and share this broadcast later on on my post in Facebook and also here uh, share the broadcast to your friends and see if they can get some value. Everyone have a great day. Uh, I'll see you next week. Next week we're going to be talking about a mental health condition. Take care, folks. Have a nice day. Enjoy your weekend, and God bless all of you.
Hey, everybody. I hope everybody heard everything okay today. If you have any more questions, feel free to reach me at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook. And we'll see each other next week at this time, 1130 to 12. It's been great. Have a nice day. Bye.